Good evening, friends. Welcome to another episode of Perfect in Love with John and Kim. I'm John. And I'm Kim. Hey, we're back. It's another Thursday. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. Ten o'clock. Here we are recording. We're doing something we haven't done since like the first week. We're wiping out the first take and starting over, and you guys will never get to hear how bad that was. <laughs> oh, you guys, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening and sticking with us this has been so much fun um last week's episode man that's already in like our top four or five just in a week time of overall listens at least the best that we can track <laughs> for the way that our platforms come together and give us reporting so awesome thank you so much um if you haven't seen it yet we have a giveaway going on right now what are we giving away, honey? Cookies. Cookies? What? Shut the front door. Famous oh, my almost here on countywide famous chocolate chip pudding cookies. And a rice mm. bag I made with love and lavender. Love and lavender. Those rice bags have saved my life. So, um, any guys out there never used a rice bag before to help uh, with aches, pains, otherwise, they're awesome. Everyone needs one in their house. Keep it in the freezer. Get it out as a cold pack when you need to. It's awesome. And a Bible. A what? A Bible. Mm. We're giving away a Never brand new <laughs> NIV Reader's Bible. I don't know if it'll still be brand new. I might flip through it a little bit. I've only got a couple of Bibles of my own. So, mm-hmm. Just kidding. I have a whole but collection. Anyways, anyways. Like and share the post. Yeah. Either Instagram or Facebook. And leave us a awesome review on either apple Podcasts or spotify please and that'll help us out quite a bit and you can win a bunch of cool stuff that even if you don't live near us we will mail it to you absolutely you know there's lots of great ways if you enjoy our podcast or if you want to support what we're trying to do um there's a link on every episode if you wanted to financially support help offset costs and help fund camperships for uh, the camping ministry we're involved with here at bayshore um, you have that opportunity if that's something that you feel led to do but one of the best ways to help is by helping us get those reviews, following the page, um, building the social media, because that's how more people find it and get to hear it. So um, if you can do that, that'd be awesome. Thank you so much. If you've already done it, we love you and you're the best. Um, so here we are. Another new night, another new episode. Did you think of a topic for us? Yes, I did. You did. Are you uh, too scared to share it? No, I'm not filled with fear at all. Not filled with fear at all, so you're not too scared? No. So what's the topic? Fear. <laughs> you just said you don't have fear. We're talking about fear. Oh, fear. Woo. Being afraid. Mm, that's like. Being fearful. Fearful. That's uh, That's like what half of what marriage is about, right? Kidding. Sure. Kidding. No. <laughs> no, fearful. So, yeah, there's been things going on. I'm sure for our, our all everybody, all of us, right? But uh, we had a couple examples you brought up and thought of that, um, you know, they've they've occupied space in our brains, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, and we've had to deal with that and pray about that and come to terms with that. And uh, as you've noted, we're we're not the only ones that have struggled with that. That Bible that we reference also often uh, has a couple of things to say about fear. So, yeah. So what, uh, 
I don't know. What were one of the things that came to your mind when when you were inspired for this topic? Well, I recently started competing again with my skating, and um, I say that because the last year, as the way our seasons go, even though I skate all year, um, I did not compete last season because I had equipment issues, waiting on new skates, all that kind of stuff. So, won't mention the company it kept us waiting, but it rhymes with barlick. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> he's very sour about it. And I'm still waiting on my new skates to be right. But anyways, um, I didn't compete last season. And so this season, even though I have a national gold medal, um, every time com competitions come around now and I'm working on something new, um, a month ago I competed at a different competition. And I made some mistakes. And I... I won one of my events. I came in second and third in my other two events, but I knew there was room for improvement. And so this past weekend, I went down to Ohio State and yes, go blue. Sorry, but I just skated there is the hashtag I used on Instagram. But I, the friend that I went down with, Heather, um, watched me skate in my warm up, watched me skate in my practice ice. I was nailing all of my jumps worked through a little couple of kinks and a couple of my spins, which were great during my program. Um, and I went to do two of my jump combinations and I had little bobbles and I was beating myself up for it. And the only reason I can think of is because my body knew what it was doing, but I was afraid and I was scared. And the ridiculous part about it is I was competing against myself in all three events. I wasn't skating against anybody. I was basically going down there for experience and I signed up for these events. My friend Heather had competition in her event. So it was like basically a fun girls weekend and I skated against myself and I was stinking scared. And I don't know why, because previously I, I was able to control competition anxiety and being scared and being fearful. And this past weekend, I wasn't able to. And I don't really know the reason why. Um, but in my head, comparing to that, and you had a situation this week, too, where you were scared and fearful, and we'll get to that in a second. But it led me in my brain going um, to the story of the Christmas story with Mary and Mary and Joseph and realizing that fear is a part of life. And even in something in the Christmas story where God had a plan and Jesus was supposed to come here um, to earth to save us from our sins. There were people in that story that were also afraid, not really knowing what was going on or mm. um, what was going to come next. And so I, in my brain and talking about what we were going to talk about tonight and knowing how I felt in that moment this past weekend and trying to put myself in Mary's shoes and going, oh, she was, she was afraid too. Joseph was afraid too. So in something as miraculous and as awesome as the Christmas story, there's still fear. Oh, for sure. And so that's kind of where my brain went with this whole topic and um, just recognizing that in myself and knowing I still have, you know, room to improve in my skating. There always is, but I think fear can get the best of anybody. Um, well, any situation. yeah, and in any situation, just like you pointed out, like having a, a you know, the um, 
benefit of hindsight and and just being able to watch from the sidelines you know everyone get that can get that perspective in a in a different view can look at it and go well come on like you were skating against yourself you can do that and and like i get the the benefit the hindsight of knowing like i can tell a difference in how the fear and the anxiety grips you you know when you're more on top of your your reading and your studies and and taking the intentional time for that kind of stuff versus when you know you're you're not affording that kind of time like I, you can see the difference in how well you manage it just like you can see the difference when you're getting you know the training and the practice time that you need versus yeah. when you're not mm-hmm. um you know but being able to be on the sideline and see that is different than living in the middle of it and right. experiencing it right. and um you know in the christmas story as it's mentioned you know we can all look and go well man yeah that how can how can you be scared of something so amazing and life-changing and just just such a huge event that's gonna be forever well you know we've got the benefit of it seeing it after it's happened you know two thousand years later um you got to go back and go okay it was something being foretold at that time it hadn't actually happened yet and then all of a sudden it's an angel coming and saying this is happening that'd be scary yeah it'd be terrifying and so um i recorded uh reading from chapter uh, from luke chapter one tonight for our scripture and, and so i recorded that separate and i think we're going to have that play at the end of this podcast so um, if you want to hear that, go ahead and just keep listening after we sign off tonight. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty good chunk of chapter one, so I, I didn't want to make it a part of the regular uh, podcast for us. But in that, it talks about Zachariah and Elizabeth, which are um, uh, Elizabeth Mary's cousin, and uh, but they're the parents of John the Baptist, gave birth to, uh, you know, conceived, gave birth to John the Baptist, um, like six months before Jesus, but the uh, angel came to Zechariah too, and he had doubts and was scared. Um, and so the Bible says, right in chapter one, to both Mary when Gabriel comes to Mary and to Zechariah when he goes to see Zechariah, you know, do not be afraid or do not fear. Um, and the Bible tells us that all over the place. I don't know how many times it is, and um, I know there's, I'm sure there's, you could, we could Google quick and, and there'd be a a resource and it'd probably say 463 times or whatever the bible says do not fear so yeah that's um so cool that you can you can share that and i'm just so proud of you for making those insights and connections on that and um, for you to be able to keep fighting through that and and overcome that you've got more competitions coming up that you want to do to to get through that and it's not a redemption that you need for anything like i don't feel like you have anything to prove but it's good for you to want to work on that self-improvement not on a skating skill standpoint but on that i can control me Mm -hmm. yeah well like like that that work on you building your trust and your trust and your acceptance of you know god's will better yeah and I think that was so cool. I watched you do that a lot with the last time you competed nationally. And just so proud of you and your, your growth in that when you did that. Um, it was really cool. So, yeah. 
Um, so the other thing, I, I deal with some fear too. And uh, you, you kind of dropped the bomb on that a little bit when you were talking a few minutes ago. And you mentioned that we could talk about that the other day. And I said, I'd try. Mm-hmm. Um, I said two words to you the other day that I I don't know that I've ever strung together more than a couple of times seriously in my life, at least out loud. What did I say to you? I don't remember. I said, I'm scared. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. it was going to be that simple, but yes, you did say that. I said, I'm scared. It's hard to even say now for me. I don't know why. It's a stupid guy thing, maybe. But, um, or maybe because as Christians, you know, we know the Bible says do not fear a lot, and we're not supposed to. It shows, you know, a lack of faith or trust. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had some health things going on, and I've been really pushing myself to keep an eye on that kind of stuff and to get better at getting checked up and uh, checkups and, and doing that kind of thing. Um, I was never, you know, in my 20s, never really good at that. And, you know, there's a history in my family of, um, especially for my dad's family, for males having, you know, early heart issues and things like that. And, you know, I've always had this fear of, you know, passing away early and, and leaving a, you know, leaving you behind or if we ever have kids or had kids um, you know leaving young kids like like my dad did and uh, so anyway I had labs this week some blood work and haven't been feeling super well and had the doctor's appointment and the labs were they left something to be desired (laughs) They, they left some concerns and so the doctor, um, more as a precaution than anything, scheduled an ultrasound, uh, the spleen and liver, and yeah, something about that just instantly fear took over, and all those like simmering back burner fears I've had for you know. 18 years, you know, kind of started taking over. And it's like for a minute, I just forgot about all my faith and all the hope. And all I could think about and Google and search was all the hypotheticals and how I'd have to plan and all the different things, all the things I need to show you or that you, you don't know that I take care of or And, you know, when you let that fear take over, how do you, I don't know about you, like, with the competitions, when you start feeling that fear and anxiety, like, do you feel like everything else just gets, like, further away from you? Yeah, and it feels like, (laughs) if Heather's listening, she's laughing, because I was spraying all the stress relief stuff, all the oils, trying to, like, make myself calm down and 
my stomach was still doing somersaults and I feel like that's what you were doing within this past week is like every yeah. time you would try to even process it or think about it, your stomach was still doing somersaults. None of the stress relief stuff was working um, no. because it was, the fear was just overtaking you. Yeah, everything gets harder. And so when you brought up this topic, I, I thought of, okay, you know, I was trying to remember, I, I, I was working, and so I didn't have, you know, wasn't looking at my phone, I didn't have my Bible right in front of me, and so I was trying to remember, like, where's the Bible talk about fear at? Like, where am I going to pull references? What am I, I could think of is for the longest time when I was, like, a teenager, one of my favorite Proverbs was, um, uh, I'm going to misquote it, but it's like, uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. And that was the only spot I could remember fear being in it. You remember that one at all? Or yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, I'm not scared of the Lord. Why would that even be? <laughs> but I think what we need to be fear of losing or running from the presence of the Lord is what the fear of the Lord, is, I'm sure, is more about. Yeah. And you know, absence or not being in the presence of the Lord is, is sin. That's that's separation from God. And so, yeah, we should fear living in and, and remaining sinful. And we we should strive towards wisdom and instruction on, on the ways of the Lord and, and things like that. But, you know, to be just scared of the Lord instead of scared of separation from the Lord kind of like would make me feel like we were being um it'd feel like we were blaming the lord for those things happening right. which the lord doesn't do those things to us he doesn't wish bad things on us so you know if you've got scary things health things financial things whatever happening the lord hasn't put that there for you he doesn't wish that for you what he has done is he's provided the only hope and the promises that can deliver us from all of that. Yeah, and quite frankly, when I've been on top of reading and praying and all of that kind of stuff and walking the way I know I need to walk and I should walk, you feel a little bit more at peace versus being filled with fear. Um, and the fear just kind of wipes away and it's, it's not instant, but it's a different sort of feeling. And I felt that peace before, mm. um, skating or otherwise, like I felt that where it's like, okay, what happens happens. It's in the Lord's, you know, Lord's plan, Lord's will. Um, but I feel like the closer that we get and the closer that we put our relationship with Christ first, the more at peace we feel no matter what we're facing. Yeah. And I know living, you know, it, it sounds trivial, whether we're talking about, you know, anxiety over skating competition or, you know, precautionary health tests and stuff without a, a diagnosis. There's people out there dealing with terminal cancer, with losing, you know, children, with tragedies and, and all sorts of, terrible things um 
and talking about just trusting God's plan and knowing it'll be okay and, and the hope in that. Um, if, if you're in that moment, it, I know it, it's hard to hear. And I can't explain to you how it makes sense or how it's going to be okay. I, I, I can't tell you it's not going to hurt, that it's ever going to quit. I just know this. We only get to see tiny bits and pieces of a plan. And and to wrap this all together and, and the scripture that I, I read tonight, I'm going to be at the end of this. There's a couple of little things in that that tie this all together that make sense. God's plan is very intentional. And what we get to see in Luke is just a small piece of how he works all these things together. And and just a small piece of it happening and unfolding and the reasoning behind it. So to summarize a little bit and then give you a tiny piece, okay? Okay. So again, we mentioned um, Elizabeth's Mary's cousin, right? Mm-hmm. John's uh, John the Baptist's mom, and Zechariah is her husband. Uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth very old. Elizabeth told, and and they've found unable to conceive child. So Gabriel the angel goes to Zechariah first, says, "Hey, good news. Prayers have been answered. Boom! You guys are going to have a son. He's going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. He's going to do awesome stuff." Great things are going to happen. Well, that's great news, right? And that's cool. And it's scary. Zachariah is scared, can't speak because of it, all that good stuff, right? We follow? Right. Why does that happen first, do you think, before the angel goes to Mary, the virgin, and tells her, you know, that she's going to give birth to Jesus even though she's a virgin? I don't know why. Thank you. That's all I was looking for. Just feed me that. Well, in, so in verse um, 35 through 37, Gabriel says, you know, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be unable to conceive in her sixth month for no word from God will ever fail. So what I see is God knew that's going to be so hard for Mary, right? Yeah. It's going to be scary. It's going to be hard to believe. So look, I want to give Mary this benefit. I'm going to show her this first. Your cousin who can't conceive, your cousin who's super old, she's in her sixth month already. We told her husband it was going to happen. He hasn't been able to speak since he didn't believe it was going to happen. And boom, here we are. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that make it a little easier? Yeah, and I think, like, she was battling, like, all the earthly things, too, with yeah feeling judged or, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yes, she was betrothed to, to Joseph, but being pregnant without being married, like, and trying to explain all of that and having judgment fall upon her. Oh, with, for sure. You know, people like there's all sorts of worldly things. Yeah. And the fear that's, that comes with that and being judged too. I think, I think often we like, we forget and we think that's a new thing. Like, you know, having to go to high school and get judged by people and, and people being mean is new in the nineties. And it's, 
the past 30 years that's happened. <laughs> no. 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 I mean, you could get stoned then. Like, right. <laughs> you might right. get murdered. Um, it's always been scary. The world is, it has been broken since Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just different scary today. That's all. The fears never left. The, you right. know, that part of the fear or being scared or all of that kind of stuff hasn't left. It's part of the, the evil, if, if you if you will. For sure. Um, we should pray. Think we should pray? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Am I going to do it? Yes. Okay. No. We're still doing that? <laughs> yes. Okay. Lord help us. Oh, Heavenly Father. We love you so much. Thank you for your loyalty and your faithfulness. Thank you for never leaving us, even when we don't trust enough, when we don't have faith enough. Your word will never fail and has never failed. Thousands and thousands of years now, we've been blessed here with with the Holy Spirit here with the scriptures here to tell us and to show us what's happened and what will happen and that Jesus will sit in the throne as king forever and his reign will never end. And we have the opportunity to be with him forever. That's what you've provided for us. That's the gift that you've given us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lord, I pray right now for physical and mental and spiritual health for all listening to this, for um, all the friends and family of of our listeners, and that you just strike fear away from their hearts right now. Let them have eyes for you and work to reflect your image and the love and just trust you and know your plan won't fail and that it's good and that you want good for us. Lord, we're grateful. We're thankful. I ask that if, if anybody listening doesn't know you, doesn't have a relationship with you, if they have the courage to speak out and speak up and, and to get the resources that they need, to get and find what they need to know you, and just, just take that first step, that next step, into accepting what we know to be true. If we have those that are struggling right now in this season, in a season of hurt, things are hard, and you just help show them just one thing to get closer to you again and to get through that, and for them to know that you'll be faithful and that there is always hope. Pray all these things in your name, Lord. Amen. Thank you so much, friends. Thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks for the free therapy. Uh, We love you. What else? What else? Yeah. Are we forgetting anything? I don't think so. We talked about the giveaway. The giveaway. Giveaway. Like, share, review, please. Liking and commenting on our posts. That really helps the engagement on all of, all of mm. it really instagram facebook it helps with the numbers not that we're in it for the numbers but it does help um 
yeah. If you're new, thank you. And uh, go back and, and jump on some of the older episodes. Check them out. And uh, tell your friends. And again, thanks, folks. Appreciate it. Love you. And if you're struggling with something right now, you want to chat, want to compare notes, uh, hit us up. Let us know what's going on. And uh, we'll talk to you again next Thursday. Have a wonderful night. Good night. In the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God, observing all of the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive, and they were both very old. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty and he was serving as priest before God, he was chosen by lot, according to the custom of the priesthood, to go into the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And when the time for the burning of incense came, all the assembled worshippers were praying outside. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents of their to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asked the angel, How can I be sure of this? I am an old man, and my wife is well, among in year, well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God, and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens, because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. Meanwhile, the people were waiting for Zechariah and wondering why he stayed so long in the temple. When he came out, he could not speak to them. They realized he had seen a vision in the temple, for he kept making signs to them but remained unable to speak. When his time of service was completed, he returned home. After this, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's, pre Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid. Mary, you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. 
How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. 